What's up, guys? It's Matt from Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so life's nuts every minute, of course. The, the funny thing now, now it's like you're all on my fucking level, like, of how I've been my entire life. You know, like, it's like now the world's on the map and at crazy level. So it's like, yep. So it's interesting how time times change and things happen. I don't know, whatever, but... So at any rate, tonight, you know, it's funny, I always jump right into the story, maybe talk about life for a minute and then jump into the story, you know? It's a fucking podcast. It's cool to talk about, like, regular everyday things on a podcast, too. I mean, Joe Rogan does it for a fucking living, so. (laughs) Amongst his other shit. (laughs) You know, but I'm just saying, it's like podcasts are you know it's good to talk about everything there's probably a podcast by now about everything out there anyways so that's so cool but all right we'll do from now on well this is funny we'll do like we'll do like a present life update and then into the story okay we'll do something like that from now on I'll, hopefully i remember but i'm gonna try to remember that's cool all right so i don't know like i fucking quit this car wash place Cause it was just driving me nuts, like driving these like super expensive cars. And like, like I said, I worked there a week ago, Tuesday. And that's when like, they accused me of scratching a guy's truck when I don't think I did, you know? So that's when all that went down. And then like last Friday, I just went and got my paycheck and then just said like, I have a family emergency and just took the day off (laughs) and got my check. I'm like, well, I have a check for the day, so I'm fine, whatever. Or, you know, for the weekend, whatever. So, then I had an interview today with this, like, beer place in Villa Park. And it's a, it's a set schedule. It's, like, 4 to midnight, like, Tuesday through Friday. You know, and it pays, like, 130 a day. It's, like, loading cases of beer and shit. You know, and, like, doing some math and, like, making pallets of beer. And I don't know. Basically, it's a physical job. You know, I've done physical jobs before. So, I mean, I'm interested. I told them I'm interested. You know, I told them I had to go out of town for, like, 10 days. So, that's not going to help my cause of getting the job. But that's life. So, we'll see what happens. He said on Friday he'd let me know either way. So, I'm like, okay. So, we'll see what happens there. And then I'm going to apply at uh, this place, Sales Beverage Depot. That's, like, on the cusp of St. Charles and... Or, I'm sorry, on the cusp of Elmhurst and Villa Park, it is on St. Charles Road, that's true. Uh, so, I'm apply. I filled out the app, so I'm going to take that one back tomorrow. So, that they have more reasonable hours than Jewel, so if I got in there, I, they'd probably pay better, too. But, uh, there's like a, those smaller corporations usually pay better than the bigger corporations. So, you know, sometimes, not always, but sometimes. <laughs> So that's what's going on with me. I'm just trying to switch up my job. To be honest, I, I hope I get one of these jobs because I want to get rid of Jewel, kind of. I, I've worked there for almost two years, and it's like I, I'm sick of this place. Like, it's just, I don't know. The grocery store, it's like, it's like a hospital for food. It's just like, <laughs> like, I just can't even believe people go this nuts over things that you consume. It's just unbelievable. I just don't, I've never experienced like this. And I've worked a lot of crazy retail and I'm talking a lot, like like even party city crazy, but like, you know, 
I don't know the grocery store. It's a, I think everybody should work there to see how how it is. But uh, one of those kind of experiences. But I wouldn't stay there like these people stay for 20, 30, 40 years. You got to be out of your fucking mind for that. So, anyways, that's what's going on with me. And then I'm going on vacation, and I have edibles. I have cereal. I have trick cereal. I have. <laughs> I have hot flaming hot Cheetos with THC in them. I have Oreos with THC in them. I have a mushroom chocolate bar. I, I'll be I'll be good on this trip. I'll be all good. So I, I stocked up. I have cartridges too, you know, vape cartridges. So it's all good. I got it. It's cool. So it's gonna be a fun time, you know, seeing a lot of cousins and people meeting people in the wedding and this and this, you know relatives of this person and this and you know all that stuff so weddings are always fun so that'll be cool and then we get to go to the Poconos after (laughs) after New York and spend a week there so that'll be fun just on the lake uh that's where I'm gonna trip I think I just want to watch the lake and just trip that'll be cool so yeah but uh at any rate now I'm really ranting about my life too much and we need to get into an older part of my life the Maywood days. So, basically, twice I've lived in Maywood, Illinois. Now, Maywood is still a suburb. You know, it's not in the city or anything. It's closer to the city than where I live in Elmhurst. But it's it, it, it's a rough, you know, there's parts of Maywood that are really, really ghetto and rough and poverty and this. And it's just crazy. So, I've lived in this town twice with two different people that don't know each other, you know, two different experiences. So basically, here we go. The first time was, I, I mentioned this before, but I, I, I met a guy named Rich through this other guy, Andy, and I was staying at Prayer Rabbit after I lost my apartment in Elmhurst, and he's like, you can come live with me in Maywood. Okay, so obviously I took up the opportunity. I'm the kind of person when when somebody gives me an opportunity, whether it, it could turn out good or bad or however it's going to turn out, I take it because it's an experience, you know, like it's a life experience. So I just take it. I don't. I I, I do answer quickly on those things. I don't really think twice much about it. I just go for it. So at any rate, I think I mentioned in uh, the other the Lido Motel video that. Yeah, so I stayed with this guy. He's kind of an asshole. Like, when he's cooking, he doesn't want anybody else in the kitchen. And, like, uh, you know, like, other times he just would be weird about you getting, like, in a close proximity with him. So it was just strange. But he was a really good cook. So I was working at Home Goods, And, like I said, the first week I lived at his place... He drove me to work every morning. It was a Monday through Friday job, so that was cool. Like, because I didn't have to pay anything for... I think, well, maybe I gave him some money for gas at the end of the week. Probably did. But I also had a link card, so we were able to live it up, like, with the food situation, because I had a link card with a bunch of money on it, and I let him use that. I think he even had to, like, hold on to it. It's just unfucking real but whatever. So, yeah, he... I slept in this guest bedroom of his, 
And there was no bed or any mattress or blow-up mattress or anything. There was just this little wrestling mat. And I literally, like, slept on this. And, and he gave me, like, a couple pillows. So I slept, like, on this wrestling mat with a couple pillows. Like, so basically I slept on the ground. You know? So it was just, like, it was weird, man. But that's what I did. Maybe he just, I guess he just didn't have a bedroom set up in there. You know, whatever. It is what it is. It was really strange. But... But I would get up at like, I don't know, 6 in the morning or something, 5 in the mo- early, 5, 36, because I had to be at work at like 7. So it was like, you know, and after the first week, I had to take the bus that went that was on, basically it went all the way down St. Charles Road, uh, and then it went to Yorktown Mall where Home Goods was in Lombard, Illinois. So, uh yeah, so, I mean, I, I made it work, but I had to get up super early to, like, catch a bus. But it was, you know, the bus went right where I had to go, so that was cool. <laughs> but, yeah, so then, then like, I got fired from Home Goods, and this dude, like, flipped out on me and wanted me out. I, I had applied for unemployment. He, like, he, like, forced it on me. He's like, dude, like, there was an office in, in Maywood, like, near his house, and he was like, dude, you got to go apply for unemployment right away. Like, it was like this emergency situation. So I did. I went I went on a computer, and I was able to apply for unemployment. It took like an hour or something on the computer or whatever, and then got it done or whatever. Maybe less than that, but I don't know. I was there for at least an hour, maybe waiting in line and stuff too. But So I remember applying for unemployment. But then, like, he wanted me out because I wasn't working a job. I don't know. He had, he was one of those people, like, if you, like, that, I mean, that's how my parents are, too. I'm not saying this is a negative thing, but sometimes when you're in a living situation, like, they want you to be working. Even though he wasn't working, like, he wanted me to be working. I don't know. It was one of those kind of situations. Like, and that's what I deal with at my parents' house, too. I see my dad laying in bed because he's he's going through his covid depression his older age depression and stuff and i see him lay in bed as i'm getting up and hustling around and making my bed in the morning and this and you know so it drove me nuts at this maywood guy's house too because he had nowhere to be all day and i had places to be and it was stressful getting from maywood all the way to lombard you know Anybody that knows that stretch of, of you know, it's a, it's a good distance. But I did it. I always managed. You know, I always got caught the bus. And I'd be late to work, and they'd be mad at me. I think that was one of the reasons they got rid of me, because sometimes I was late because the bus was late. It was ridiculous. So, yeah, so then eventually, so then I what was crazy is I met up with this guy, Nick, after my stay in Maywood and he was going to San Francisco and I literally had like nowhere to go. Like, I mean, I could have gone back to my parents' house, but I really didn't want to, you know, I just really didn't want to. So I'm like, I'm going to go to San Francisco with this guy, Nick, and like drift across the country. And so I did that. But you know, this guy, we ended on bad. Like, I remember he, I did that a week after I stayed at, at Lido Motel, I went, sorry, I went to San Francisco. I was, wasn't trying to get ahead of myself on that one, but, uh, I, so I did the week at Lido Motel and then went to San Francisco. So like, but I remember when, when the dude Rich dropped me off at the Lido Motel, he's like, get the fuck out of my car, get away from me, blah, blah. He was like, he was pissed at me, dude, because I didn't have a job anymore. 
it, it made no sense because we were living in a foreclosed house. So the only bills he had to pay was like to keep the electricity on, you know, the ComEd bill. That that's like the only bill he had to fucking pay at this house. Like everything else was on. The water was still on. You know what I'm saying? Like it so it's just like I don't know. It was just weird how you it was like and that's how I feel right now in life, like not to jump into my present again, but you know, it's just like I, I work I work all these jobs around people that don't even have to deal with the working world. And it's like you have no idea how my day was and like even that rich guy he didn't care how my day was. I was just like this you know, living situations are nuts. Like, man, like sometimes they're just so nuts. So at any rate, that was one experience in Maywood. Okay, so my other experience in Maywood, this is going to be a long podcast. I don't care. It's fun, man. Like, and it feels good to get all this out. And it's, it, like I said, it feels good. I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's because I stopped drinking. Like, all this stuff comes back to your head and you remember it. You know, but, but it comes at random times. And then when you're, like, struggling for, like, a podcast episode, you, you all of a sudden something just comes to you. It's the weirdest shit. But anyways, I've said that before, but it's true. So, okay, my other my other Maywood experience, I was living with, with, with Crazy Marcy, and we were living in an attic of uh, this guy's house. You know what I, what's funny is I think this was a foreclosed house also, because they lost the house, so it was. Yeah. So we, Marcy and I were living in this attic, and we were living, like, ghetto. Like, we, we were, like, boiling water, you know, on, like, a a hot plate and stuff like that. Like we were living like that. And like I, and now this was one rare time when I wasn't working and Marcy was working at a restaurant in Oak Park, Illinois. And, you know, so she would come home from these long days and I would be, I would be in the best mood ever because like all I did was like drift around on foot all day and like explored stuff and like took pictures for Instagram and like, you know, did fun shit. And at the time (coughs) I wasn't drinking like now. And I, the only thing I was, and I wasn't smoking weed. I was just smoking cigars. Like, I swear to God, I do every little thing. Like I've done nothing where I don't do anything at all. I've done everything. You know, it's just like I've done just cigars. Right now I do just weed mainly, you know, little mushrooms here and there, but just weed, you know. So it's like I've done all these different perspectives. Like, it's just crazy. I've done just drunk, you know, without cigarettes and cigars. I've, I've done it all. Anyways, so, yeah, we were living like that up in this attic. I mean, it was a big area. You know, I'm not saying it was like a small attic. It was like like some people's attics like it was a big area so like you know it was kind of like there was enough living space but like there were two rooms or like three rooms I think and there was a bathroom but like I think I think only cold water came out of the shower so a lot of times we took cold showers you know (laughs) and stuff like that and I don't know it was just such a crazy experience because it was like I had to leave the house during the day and then come back at like 5, 6 p.m. when Marcy got home. Usually I would meet her at the train station, the Melrose Park train station, because it was on the cusp of Maywood and Melrose Park right where we were. But the Melrose Park train station was closer to the house than the May- the Maywood train station. So I would meet her. But I-, I was having fun because basically I was feeling like a bum 
you know, just drifting around and I, I'd, I'd get my cigars for the morning. And, and, and what's crazy is that's when I started writing Drifter Diaries, like, and came up with the idea, uh, you know, while I was in Melrose Park slash Maywood this time around. But, and then, okay, so I, I mentioned this in the Crazy Marcy story, but I'll say it again here, like, so then there was one night where Marcy, Marcy would get a fifth, there was like a liquor store da- literally down the street from where we lived and we're staying. So Marcy would get like a fifth of vodka, like after every shift, you know. So one time she was super drunk and I was 100% sober and I was, I was just listening to my music and minding my own business. And she just went off on me and she, she called the cops and she made me leave. And that was the time like I went all the way to Villa Park and then collected cans for some money because I had nothing to do. And then took the cans, the smelly cans back on the train back to, to Melrose Park. And then Marcy let me back in. <laughs> it was so crazy. So that was crazy. Definitely. But just the way we were living, we just like boil noodles and then like you know, make spaghetti or like, uh, I don't know. I, I think we made French toast a couple, you know, like just, we would cook good food because Marcy was a good cook, but we just, we didn't have a stove or an oven or any of this stuff. So we were using hot plates and this, and you know, and obviously for a person like me and even Marcy, she was from pretty suburban Michigan and or is from, and I'm from like, you know, rich suburban Illinois so it's like we're not used to using like hot plates and like you know cooking like that and having like plugs plugged in everywhere and you have to like watch your step with the cords and this it was just you know but but like I said I don't looking back and I don't regret the experience I think I stayed there for about two three weeks before I went back I was able to come back home because it was literally this was one of these situations where my parents wanted me out, so I packed a bag and called Marcy. And can I stay with you for like a couple weeks in Maywood, you know? And just like, and then I'll figure something out after that. And they're like, okay. But the people who were living downstairs were like crazy. They were like heroin addicts, and like they worked, but like they were like heroin addicts, and they were kind of like thieves, I guess, too, you know. And Marcy knew this. <laughs> knew this person that was staying there and to this day probably still is kind of friends with her but she's gone in and out of jail and I don't know not the best people you know but but I didn't care because we were upstairs so it's like if you want to do heroin downstairs away from me I don't really give a shit you know what I'm saying like and I'm upstairs like whatever I just know shit's going on downstairs you know and whatever but I think they eventually lost that house in the end too because it was for so twice I've lived in Maywood (coughs) what are the chances and you know, it's like a, they're foreclosed, crazy situation houses. You know, it's just like nuts. But I, I remember walking around Melrose Park and like just drifting around. And then I thought about writing my book, you know. And so I started, I started like a Facebook page. I remember when I was sitting at this park and I started a Facebook page. And I remember one day also I was going up and down the alleys of Melrose Park and like collecting cans and even a couple people like gave me some. They're like, here's more, make some more money, blah, blah, blah. So they saw I was doing that. So like, you know, I would just do stuff to keep myself busy throughout the day because I wasn't working, but I had a place to stay at night. So it was all good, you know? So it was like, it was like homeless with a place to stay, you know? So it was cool. It was interesting. And so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those are basically my Maywood 
life experiences. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like... It's just kind of like... I guess my, my whole point of my, my crazy drifting life is that I don't regret any of these experiences because, like, they've all shaped me to be more mentally strong and, you know, keep going towards stuff in life. And, like, it's just been, like, everybody has their days where they're, like, down and they're like, why did this happen to me, blah, blah. And then, you know, but you can't really be like that your whole life because it's just like, you know, stuff happens to people. We make decisions. We make choices. It is what it is, you know. So, I guess my point is I've had so many jobs and so many homeless experiences and semi-homeless experiences and, you know, hotel stays and motel stays and living in my car. And I've had like all these different perspectives throughout the years. And I'm just saying I don't regret it. You know, I've had a bunch of stuff ripped off and this and this and this. And uh, it sucks, but you can always make more money and buy more shit, <coughs> you know, so it's like not the end of the world, you know, and, and as they say, nothing's for free. So sometimes you gain wisdom and you lose a possession, you know, <coughs> and it's funny how that really works, but it's the truth. So at any rate, yeah, we're coming up on 21 minutes, Woo, long, longest podcast, I think. So at any rate, Oh, yeah, no, somebody stole a speaker of mine recently. I'll add that into it since I was talking about that. That's crazy. Unfortunately, like, I forgot my mistake, I'll be honest. But, you know, I, I ran into Jewel in a hurry one day, and I forgot to take my speaker off my handlebar on my bike, and somebody snatched it, you know, easy snatch. So it's like, oh, well, you know, I have money saved. I'll buy another one. But I got to be more I got to be more careful, but the world does suck on the basis of, like, people just stealing shit these days, it's just, it's out of hand, I don't know, (laughs) so, oh well, what are you gonna do, man, that's life, I mean, life is weird, but that's why you work, I guess, you know, that's the lesson of, that's why you work, in case something you have breaks or gets lost or stolen, you know, you can have money to buy another one and, and not feel, like, so bad about what happened, you know, so I guess that's why we work, you know, <laughs> but it's just funny how, how a possession can just like pull your heartstrings so much if you lose it or something. It's just crazy. It's like, it's the smallest thing in the world, you know, but it means so much to you. It's like one of those kind of things. So it's crazy. I don't know. This world, this world definitely tugs at your heartstrings a lot on a, a lot of subjects. That's for sure. So, but at any rate. I think we'll end it there, but uh, this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh, yeah. I love doing podcasts. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. And again, I know I've know, I, I I've given up asking for a while, but uh, if anybody's interested in sharing something, you definitely can message me and it's all good, you know, because it's super cool when you get somebody else to tell a story, you know, and then people listen to it. That's fucking like dynamite, you know, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know, also one thing, last thing I'm going to say, I definitely think I want to try stand-up comedy from all my crazy life experiences too, because I feel like I could get it out that way, you know, it'd be another way to release my shit, like besides this podcast, like it would be another way to release my shit, so I might I might try some open mics, you know, around, I guess around DuPage County area right now, but, or going to the city, I don't know. Uh, I might try some, you know, put some, put it, put in 
some acts together, some, you know, practice some stuff. And But the thing with me is that, I mean, I you do need to practice, but I'm saying I'm one of those people that can just rant about it for like 10 minutes, you know, so it's like that could be my act and, and it could be really funny for people. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I think I'm going to try it when I get back from vacation or something. Just if I bomb, I bomb. But all you, all you could do in life is try stuff, you know. I tried this car wash job and I did it for like almost three months and then it just got too hectic and weird and I said I can't do this anymore. But I'm proud that I went out and tried, you know. So it's all good. All you can do is try, like I said. You'll see what you know, you'll see the results later on, but it's all good. At any rate, this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh yeah. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. Oh yeah.